Hello and welcome to this week's podcast brought to you by the BT Technical Services team. My name is Brian Ashenden and I have the pleasure of leading the team of experts that are available to answer any technical advice strategy related queries you may have. Now at the time of recording this podcast there are exactly seven weeks left until Christmas Day arrives and only eight weeks left for 2020. And no doubt many cannot wait for this strange, turbulent and dare I say it unprecedented year to be behind us. But with seven weeks still left until Christmas, when many within the financial services industry will start a well-earned break, I thought it may be worth considering seven things that may be brought to us over the course of the next seven weeks. So in no particular order, and I promise not sung to the tune of the 12 days of Christmas, here we go. So first off, ASIC has indicated that during November 2020, it will release a consultation paper related to scaled advice. From what ASIC has indicated, they'll be seeking comments on what barriers exist to the delivery of scaled or scoped advice. Now, During the midst of the COVID-19 pandemic, ASIC provided temporary relief for advisors, allowing the use of records of advice in place of statements of advice in certain circumstances. But the utilisation of this relief was not as broad as the regulator had perhaps anticipated. Now, whether that was due to the limitation on fees that could be charged, making it economically unviable, or concerns over disclosure requirements or something else, this consultation paper could be the opportunity to call out these concerns to see if they can be suitably addressed for the future. With three sitting weeks of Parliament remaining in 2020, and the first of those commencing on Monday the 9th of November, there are certain pieces of legislation that are anticipated to be debated. And this brings us to the next item on our list for consideration before the end of 2020. The second item on our list is the expected passage of the bill lifting the qualifying age for utilising the bring forward opportunity for non-concessional contributions from the year in which a member turns 65 to the year in which they turn 67. With a proposed and still anticipated commencement date of the 1st of July 2020, some clients may be awaiting the confirmation of this change so they can make their final contributions towards their retirement plans before the work test kicks in from age 67. Third on the list is the bill to increase permissible membership in a self-managed super fund from a maximum of four members to a maximum of six. Whilst this may be a change that only impacts a few clients, for those who have set up multiple SMSFs in the past to cater for the size of their family group, this could be a change that makes their SMSF environment simpler and perhaps more economical into the future. Coming in at number four, arguably, is the most anticipated legislation, which is the possible introduction of bills into Parliament to address some of the Royal Commission recommendations. For advisers, the annual consent measures is probably the most pressing given an original proposed commencement date of the 1st of July 2020. Exactly what the new commencement date will be has not yet been confirmed and may still change through the parliamentary processes as the bill is debated. However, irrespective of the start date, with the need to address the fee-for-no-service issue being a central theme from the Royal Commission and the annual consent process a key reform to address it, it is worth considering how to prepare for the introduction of these measures sooner rather than later. Whilst consultation has only just closed, would it be too much to ask that number five in our list is a finalised guide from FASEA on the application of the Code of Ethics? The Code has been in operation for almost a full year now, 
and whilst the majority of advisors have adapted their processes when necessary, there still remain some areas of concern on interpretation. Of course, the guide is not the answer to every question, nor should it be too prescriptive, as that would remove the ability of an advisor to use their professional judgment in applying the intent of the code to the specific circumstances of their clients. Second last on the list, but one of the biggest, is the question of whether we will see the release from the government of the findings from the retirement income review process. With the potential to start an important consultation process on what the future of the retirement framework looks like, which is more than just super, this could be one of the most important developments in the financial advice landscape for some years. Whilst no one wants the paper to be released on Christmas Eve, and I should add there is nothing to indicate that is a targeted date, the 2020 budget has indicated that the 1st of July 2022 may be when the government is targeting for any reforms to commence from. Whilst over 18 months away, the sooner the discussion can start, the better. And finally, but perhaps most importantly, the final item on our list of what's to come in the next seven weeks is the opportunity to engage with clients. In addition to the items listed above, we also have the first of the 2020 budget one-off payments to aged pensioners and some other income support recipients and healthcare card cardholders at the end of this month. The end of the coronavirus supplement for job seeker recipients at the end of December and a further reduction in JobKeeper payment levels from early January 2021. These all represent significant changes that warrant a conversation with clients to ensure they're aware of what's changing and what's in store for them in 2021. And speaking of possible change, our next fortnightly technical webinar, scheduled for Wednesday the 18th of November 2020, may be one of the most important ones held, as Hans Cunnan, Senior Economist with St George Bank, joins us to discuss what the US election result may mean for Australian investors. As a result of fortuitous planning, we may even have a result by then. If you haven't yet registered for this webinar, you can do so by heading to bt.com.au forward slash professional and following the links to the BT Academy webinar series. And as always, remember for any technical advice strategy considerations, you can call our BT Technical Services team on 1-800-655-901 or send the team an email at technical at btfinancialgroup.com. Until next week, bye for now.